Shoop de shoop de doo. You're listening to the AP Annual Podcasts, not affiliated with the Associated Press. Shoop shoop. To listen to more of our shows, visit annualpodcast.com. And to support us and help us grow our network, visit patreon.com slash the annual. And welcome to Now Available on Video Cassette, your favorite 90s movie nostalgia podcast. I am Tom Hewinder, joined as always by the ray gun to my skeleton, <laughs> Trevor <laughs> Williams. Hi, Tom. I'm really excited to see a lot of different colored skeletons today. Yes, there are going to be skeletons. Red ones, um, you green know, ones. Let's, you know, it's been, uh, we've been putting out episodes so infrequently the last couple months. Uh, might as well just run down what we do here. Oh, yeah. Trevor, what, People forgot. in as few words as possible, what do we do here? We watch movies from the 90s. We, we talk about them. We talk about them. We take a movie, <laughs> specifically a movie that we haven't seen in a long, long time. You're right. This right? one, long, long time. There are me. some movies from the 90s that I watch maybe at least once a year. Like what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Uh, mm, uh, actually, there are a few movies now. Okay, I would say that I watch once a year. Three Ninjas. Um, <laughs> Three Ninjas. Not watched it since Not we yet, started this podcast. Okay, two, so two years. years ago. <gasps> Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! This Aww. week, if you're following us on the social medias, you know that it's been two whole years since we uh, started this little adventure. We watched a lot of movies. This little experiment. It's been fun. It has been wow, fun. Wow, two years. Two years. Wow. Two whole years what and almost 100 that? episodes. Wow. Had we been keeping up, we'd be over 100 by now. But, yeah, but we're tired. You know, life, life happens and we don't get paid to do this. Speaking of which, you can always join us at uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash the annual and you can contribute if you enjoy this podcast weekly. Consider making a donation or at the very least, give us a rating on uh, iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you find this podcast. Snapple Music. Snapple music. Um, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, we're going to watch a movie that we haven't seen in a very long time. And this is episode 96. So, we chose something from the year 1996. 1996. Trevor, you pushed this one onto the table, and I just I just scooped it right up. Scoop it up. What is, what is today's movie? Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Did he direct it? I believe so. All right. I know at the very least he produced it. And um, this is a star-studded adventure. I don't even know where to start. It's a romp, for sure. Okay. I'll tell you where we start. Okay. A little guy named (laughs) Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. He's in two roles. He's the president, Mm -hmm, but he's also mm -hmm. like this high-rolling casino guy. uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. President Jack (laughs) I was about to say, he also plays a general. And then I was thinking of a few good men. Oh, yeah. Uh, He has played a general, yeah. No code red in this. Uh, Okay, who Um, else? Natalie Portman, his daughter. His daughter. His wife? Glenn Glenn Close. Close. Wow. Okay. Uh, who else we got? We got Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito's in this. Uh, Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Shows fucking up. Fox. Because he's fucking Fox. Michael J. Fox. Uh, Is Jack Black in this movie? Uh, yes, but I, I think like he, he's like a soldier. Yes. I think. Yes. Ex- he, yes. He I think he's dies. a soldier that gets <laughs> killed immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Martin Short. Martin Short is like a presidential aide. Who gets uh, killed by an alien dressed up as a woman. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
Chewing bubblegum. There are others in this movie. Other ones, I, too. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce, he's big in this. Pierce Brosnan. He's a... Um, uh, he like gets his head put on in like a jar, a jar or no, a jar. on a dog. No, that's a woman. The woman's on the dog. Who's the woman? Because they have question. like a love thing going on. That's a on. good question. It's not Shit. Kathy Griffin. No. no, who? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, damn it. We but suck at our This job. is definitely. Uh, oh, there's the boxer guy. Mm-hmm. Earlier, for some reason, I thought it was Ving Rames, but I don't. No. Think, I don't think it is. Ving I don't think Rames. it's Ving Rames. But, but it's another like really strong. Um, like you know, African American actor. Who was that? He works in a casino, and it, I remember because he's dressed like an Egyptian. Yeah, stuff. And Tom Jones is in this oh, movie. Actually, I think he's an actual boxer. Oh, is he a boxer? I think he's an actual boxer. Maybe that's that why I don't remember him sense. as an actor. I don't know boxers. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, neither it's do not I. George Foreman. Anyways, so. big strong dude. <laughs> yeah, and he. So in in that party, there's like a bunch of different like groups of people that get together. Yeah, and that one, it's him. They're like a powerhouse. There's him. There's Tom Jones. Tom Jones. I forgot Tom Jones Jones is in this. (laughs) Not unusual. Danny DeVito's in that party. Right. Danny DeVito. And uh, Danny DeVito's wife, maybe. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. And then there's some nameless kid. He's uh, plays like uh, he's some teenager, and he's the one that figures out how to defeat the aliens, which is with like country music. Uh, Yeah. Like specifically like uh, country yodeling. That guy is in other stuff, though. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Yeah. He's got, like, big ears. and Sure. And he ends up with uh, Natalie Portman at the end. So this movie came after Independence Day. Mm-hmm. And there are definitely some, like, <laughs> some satirical references, I feel like, to Independence Day. And just the, the genre overall of, like, the doomsday science fiction Day the Earth this uh, Day the Earth stood still kind of thing. And it's so great and that it's, it's like, Mars. It's like 1950s, 60s, yeah, kind of thing. It's I think it's based. Sci-fi. I think it's based off a like a 1960s like novel or comic strip or I something. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, they, but, they live in the canyons of but, Mars. Yeah, and yeah. even the but like yeah the aesthetic and especially of the aliens of like the classic like really big head, Huge head like brainy like, heads like and the way they talk though is just. Ah! So, Da, 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 da. It's like all da, and then and then they have and, the translator, and it's yeah. like it's either they're lying. Like I don't think you ever know for sure. Yeah, I mean it's either the aliens are lying just through their teeth, or it's completely backwards because it's yeah. just like don't run, we are your friends. Yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> we oh, come yes, in yes. peace. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like are they? And you like you never know because the aliens are so like slapsticky and like funny and like sarcastic kind yeah. of even with each other. So you don't know if they're just like straight up lying the whole time as they're shooting people. They're like, don't run. We are your friends. Yeah. Cause there's, so the, this begins like a lot of movies like this begins where like, here's our cast of characters. Here's the world. And then, Oh, aliens show up and right. we're not sure if they're friendly or not friendly. And it, and it does that like sort of independence day thing where mm-hmm. like they invite them to speak, I think in Congress or something. And, and like, they, and they like... get up and they start saying something, <laughs> da, 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 da. And then, like, like knocks the microphone in front of him away, and just gets <laughs> out a ray gun and just turns like all of Congress into Vaporizes, skeletons. Yeah, yeah. The entire thing. And they're like, they just blew up and I remember that specifically yeah. scene because I remember I went, I saw this in the theater. I think I did too. This is '96, so I was like almost ten. Um, I was going on ten, and I remember I went with my dad and my uh, my uncle John, and um, I was very excited, but also kind of nervous because. Sorry, I just remembered it's Sarah Jessica Parker. 
Oh, is the news lady. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. Uh, <laughs> but I remember being kind of nervous because I remember the trailers, like it looked like it looked like something that was going to be funny and action packed, but also maybe kind of scary. Oh, okay, and especially yeah. for like, if you think like a nine year old kid, there's some imagery in this movie that is a little disturbing, like the ray guns that just turn people into skeletons. Yeah, they kill the dog. They kill the, the White House family dog. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, these versions don't fuck around. No, and I'm pretty sure the first scene, or at least one of the first scenes, is like a farmer coming out of the farmhouse because they hear like a stampede and it's a bunch of cows on fire. Oh yeah, that's like one of the. It's like the opening scene. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> and they're doing weird experiments and stuff on like animals and stuff, and it, there's no good reason for it. Yeah, and that's like the other joke is like they're just gonna put, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker's head on a dog because they can because they can and then the dog on her body because they can yeah and they're just like because it's fucked up i don't know so one thing i don't really remember about this movie because it has been who it's been a long long time i probably haven't yeah. seen this movie in close to 20 years oh really i think it's probably been like a decade for me maybe i, I re- maybe really don't though. remember but um is uh the just the pacing and how much time they spend with each character because it is very much an ensemble movie with like it it was also it was clearly very much about like how many different like superstars can we get in this how and like do that even get them in for just like five minutes like yeah. one in particular like I remember Danny DeVito's in this movie but he's hardly in it right like he's maybe maybe in the majority of the movie but his screen time is probably less than five minutes right he probably doesn't die till the end um, yeah or close to it or in the third act or whatever but um. So I'm curious what the sort of pacing and the discourse of it is, because I also remember that, uh, you know, the the aliens start attacking Earth in this, and all hell breaks loose, and you're following this character and that character, and the character who is like this, like, uh, sort of pure... Um, all good intentions kid that discovers that his grandmother's like yodeling, mu- music, yodeling yeah. music is what kills the It the blows aliens. their heads up. They bl- they yeah, they like can't stand their it. Their brains start like, like rumbling. Yeah, their brains just, just yeah. explode inside their helmets. It's like awesome. this green goo. Um, is also hardly in the movie. I feel like nobody has more than like 10 minutes of screen time in this movie. Yeah, It's just constantly jumping from, oh, this little group and this little group and this little group. And a lot of it's... I. I remember taking place in like Las Vegas. Right. Yeah. Cause you have the boxer and his family and he's trying to get home to his family right. the whole time. And I remember it specifically the end, one of the ending scenes, cause you don't know if they make it. It's just him. And he's like stomping on an alien's head. Yeah. As he like finally gets well, cause, home. Cause he's like, uh, he gets a group of people to like a helicopter. Tom Jones can fly a plane. That's right. <laughs> or, or a helicopter. And they're going to go to a Tahoe. Yeah. They're going to go to, yes. <laughs> And uh, and this guy, the boxer, is just like he's just punching aliens in right, the right. in the in their glass helmets and popping the the helmets open, and then they, they can't, can't breathe, breathe and then oxygen. their head, then their heads explode. Right, and that's the um, last time you see him before the end. Yeah. It's like he helps, he creates a distraction, yeah. and he like one on one fights them, and they're like, fine, we'll put away our guns, yeah. whatever. Like we can and fight. There's a hundred of us, and he apparently kills them all. Yeah, and if Game of Thrones has taught us anything, if you don't see it on camera, right. It didn't happen. Didn't happen. He's alive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Um, That's the whole movie. That was the movie. I mean, okay, so (laughs) honestly, kind of. So, like, I guess the whole trajectory is starts very Independence Day. Pierce Brosnan is sort of like the Goldblum. He's trying to, like, figure him out. Is he? 
Well, he's like the science guy. Oh, that's right. He's got a pipe. He does have a pipe, but he's more of an official science but, guy. So Sarah Jessica Parker and Michael J. Fox are both they like were they're like news personalities that are together. But Sarah Jessica Parker has like a thing for Pierce oh, Brosnan. Yeah. She's like, ooh, he's dreamy. And they end up like on the spaceship together, where she's right. on a dog, and he his head is, um, you know, detached. Yeah, no, it's and, just like on like there's like yeah. clamps or something. On so it. he's like a science guy. I thought he was like another like rival news personality he's the science guy that creates the translator that mayor or, or someone creates the translator he's in, he's involved with the the outreach to the aliens and even after they destroy like all of congress they're like well maybe it was a misunderstanding you know like some yeah. people are still like i don't maybe it's just like it's so funny how over the top evil the aliens are oh yeah and people are they're still 100 percent just, like, just not they just they want to destroy all yeah humans. they're just yeah, yeah they're straight up destroy all humans they have no other motivation besides yeah. that i love it um they try as, as always just like an independence day they're like oh we can try this we can try that what about nuclear weapons? No, right. we can't. We can't. And then eventually, yes, of course, they, they try, try nuclear weapons and they send it into space towards like the mothership. Right. And they send out like this little like dust it's buster cartoonish vacuum little, thing. Yeah, it's like got a balloon on that it. just like sucks up the <laughs> nuclear yeah. the nuclear blast. Right. And then okay, then they pull it back in and then he inhales it like oh, a helium balloon. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh geez. So that's yeah, that happens. That happens. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Uh yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Did you ever, uh, speaking of Destroy All Humans, did you ever play that video game, Destroy All Humans? Do you remember that game? I do vaguely remember that. It's where you play you're the an alien. alien. It's like, it's a ship, right? And, yeah, and you're supposed to destroy, like, all, you're supposed to destroy all humans. It's it's the Rampage of alien games. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I loved Rampage, too. Me, too. too. Yeah. That's such a great movie. No, we watched that one together, I think. We did. <laughs> it was around the same time we watched Jumanji, also another... Twain the Rock Johnson yeah, vehicle. Rock fix. Um, uh, Martin Short is in this. He's really funny. In he, this. Yeah, he plays like some kind of aide to the president. He's like really into like that scene with the alien he, dressed as uh, the he, woman is. Ridiculous. He's essentially what's what's his name from Family Guy? Quagmire. He's kind of Quagmire. He's like like hey, let me use my position to uh, right to get laid. To, yeah, to get laid, and I I think he takes. Uh, her, the, the, the alien, alien, uh, to the Lincoln bedroom or something. It's like a secret. It's like a secret room where he. Uh, I think he says like, you know, this is where like JFK like took his ladies. Kind yeah, of thing, what a, yeah. You know? yeah, and it is this weird thing where there's like, I, I think you know, he clicks a button and like music plays and like a disco ball and, yeah, turns on and right. the bed is circular and probably yeah, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah, I just I remember there's a fish tank because she bites off his finger. When he's, mm. uh, yeah, because she's got this uh, nitrogen gum because they breathe nitrogen. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how she can. Is it nitrogen? You I think it's you nitrogen. remember that? I think it's nitrogen. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Usually yeah. you're the one that remembers weird details, but this this movie was like right up my alley yeah. growing up. No, I absolutely <laughs> adored. I watched this movie. the shit out of this, and my whole family thought it was hilarious. Because it, it is, it is really. It's a funny. It's a funny satire on disaster. Movies, sci-fi movies, mm -hmm. like, but it's like a it, really loving send-up of them. Absolutely, yeah. Every, and again, not just from the script, but the aesthetic, yeah, and just how it looks, uh, like that. Just like, you know, like the ray guns are very like, oh, that's like a ray gun a from ray gun. Flash Gordon or something, right. yeah. Um, 
do you think that the effects are going to hold up? Um, so th- I, if I remember correctly, there's going to be a lot of them. Yeah. The aliens are like almost entirely CG, I think. Oh yeah. Um, and they have like big, like walkers, like when they land. I, I think because it's supposed to be camp mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be silly. It probably won't matter. I think for the most part it will. Um, yeah, I can't really think of a reason why other than, because I think, you know, it's supposed to have that vibe of, Oh, this is one of like the hundred sci-fi movies that came out this year in 1963 right. or whatever, you know, whatever sort of it's hearkening back to. Right. You know, it, it came from outer space. Plan, plan, planet, N- planet nine. Planet you know? Yeah. Yeah. Planet nine from outer space. Yeah. Is that right? That was a movie. Didn't they make a movie with Johnny Depp? Uh, was that yeah. Tim Burton? Uh, the, what's his name? Uh, Dead, Ed Wood? Dead Man. Dead Wood. Ed Wood. Then there's Dead Man, oh, well, which oh, is also there's Dead with, Man, which is with Johnny, Johnny Depp and and Tim Burton. No, it's Jim Jarmusch. Oh, it's Jim Jarmusch. Okay, so there's Dead Man, but then there's Ed De- Wood. Ed Wood. <laughs> Ed Wood. Ed Wood. That is Burton. Dead Wood. <laughs> Jim Jarmusch is Dead Man. And then there's Dead Wood, which is a cowboy show. Dead Wood. And then there's uh, Jim Jarmusch's most recent film, the zombie one. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Tom Waits is in it, so I'll I'll see it. Gotcha. Yeah. I love Tom Waits. Oh, me too. Did you see the... I don't think we talked about Buster Scruggs on this. Yes, I did. Yeah, I loved that. That was great. His was the I, best. I think his was my favorite, too. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was great. Yeah, it was real. You know what I liked about it is because... happy Yeah, it did have a happy <laughs> ending. It was like one of the only ones. It, but it also... It was one of the only ones, and it was the one that was really, in all honesty, the one that should have been most likely to not have a happy ending. Right. <laughs> That's anyway, uh, if you haven't watched The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, go watch it. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. And sad. Okay, most of them aren't fun. So what do you... Uh, I assume... Did you did you see this in the theater? I did. I think I did. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Do you have any other like sort of kind of associated memories with it? I know um, just for me, it was like... It was kind of a big deal that I was going to see it in the theater. And it was like my, my little brother wasn't allowed to come. Uh, he was too young. Yeah, too young. My older sister just wasn't interested. My mom didn't come. But it was so it was like it was totally like a um you know, I like I said, I saw it with my dad and my uncle John, who he wasn't he was like an uncle John like not Friend fam- of the family. Yeah, friend yeah, of the yeah. family, very close friend of the family. And so it felt like this total like, oh, I'm getting included with the men. You nice. know, like this is like a guy's thing. This is boys night <laughs> it was probably a saturday afternoon that's fine. but um Same. and so yeah it was this thing where it's like i, I felt a little bit older because i was going to see this pg-13 film mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the movie theater i wasn't even phew, close to 13 yeah no you were 10 yeah not even yeah going on 10 i uh, i don't know if i have a lot of associated memories with it i just remember thinking it was really funny and I do remember that it was really on the verge of me not being able to see it. Cause there's a lot of like, like weird sexuality there's and innuendo stuff in it. And innuendo. Stuff, yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. Um, and let's, be, let's be real here. I mean, the, the Martin short thing in retrospect, at least in my head is pretty predatory. <laughs> um, as far as just him abusing his position of power, because uh, it's supposed to be like a visitor to the White House, right? He's like, "Oh, hey, do you want to? Uh, I can get you in. I uh, I work there. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, want to see this secret room? Okay, right. Um, and then he puts his finger in her mouth. That aside from that, yeah, and he then puts she his, bites it off. Yeah, and you know what? They're good. 
good. Good for you, alien. Robot alien. From Mars. <laughs> um, aside from that stuff, do you think there's going to be uh, other problematic moments? Um, I really don't know. How about just the portrayal that all aliens that come to Earth are homicidal maniacs? I mean, all Martians are. Uh, okay. All Martians all are. All Martians are. Yeah. So you're making that statement now. About Martians? Yeah. Like Martians. Martians from, from Mars. From Mars attacks. Strangers in a strange land. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It, <laughs> no, I mean, if we there's one thing that we learn about Martians in this film... It's that you shouldn't give them a second chance okay. once they blow up, you know, the whole But what thing. about just all extraterrestrial creatures as uh, these things that, uh, you know, travel the galaxy trying to dominate and destroy other civilizations? Okay, okay. Independence Day also painted uh, extraterrestrials not great. But E.T., though. E.T., sure. They just wanted to come get some plants. Um, I'd love to do E.T. Mac and me. <laughs> Mac and me. <laughs> Mac and me, you're right. Uh alf alf you know there's lots of as long as you're not a cat right well yeah there's lots of good ones i think um sure no okay you're right But mars is the planet of of war yes god of war absolutely so yeah that makes sense it does all right well cool I'm excited i'm excited too i think uh, i think it's gonna be good so uh we're gonna watch this movie now Everyone uh, listening, playing along at home, uh, you can pause the podcast and watch the movie, or maybe you watched it recently. Just you know, power on through. I can't wait to see what other like famous I, you know, celebrities we miss. Certain you know? there are incredible details we're forgetting. Yeah, uh, as with every episode, because yeah. you know, I I feel like one of the things this podcast provides is is for the people out there that love to scream at their car stereo. At the people that are forgetting something. We provide crucial. that catharsis. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I hope you've been enjoying yelling at us that we totally forgot that uh, Tom Hanks was best boy right. on this <laughs> production. Yeah. All right. We're going to go watch it. You should too. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. And we're back. Mars attacks. Mars attacked. Earth. Mars attacked. The planet Earth. Uh, Trevor, what did you think? Loved it. First I, thought, loved it. I also really enjoyed it. Holds up. It does. Um, yeah. So, what are you, what were your first thoughts? I mean, my first thoughts are. Oh, excuse sleepy? me. Long um, day. I did not. Yeah, long day. Um. <laughs> <laughs> When I was a kid, you know, I didn't know what satire was. I didn't understand right. what satire was. And this is so... This is one. Satire. <laughs> Brilliant satire. Not just on the genre, but just on on human nature and what every kind of archetype represented. You had, you know, the logical, science-based philosopher who's like they must be peaceful and then you had the person that right away wanted to blow them to hell yeah the general and yeah. then you had the president who was all caught up in self-image and and yeah, PR. pr and all that shit you had um the hero richie 
Yeah, he's just a kid. His parents don't care. Yeah, his parents don't care. He's just an (laughs) unassuming, nice kid who wants us all to live in teepees. Because, you know, it's better in a lot of ways. It's better in a lot of ways. (laughs) I love uh, his speech at the end. And then you also have just the pure, chaotic, evil aliens. They are. They are chaotic evil. like, Like, the definition of chaotic evil they want to do shit just because it's fucked up yeah to the point where like they just continue like they don't ever back down from the we come in peace but we're killing you we come in peace they think it's hilarious yeah they think it's so funny yeah and like when they find out that they think their first uh um you know uh, uh, their first aggression is misconstrued as a as a right. mistranslation or something, and they're like, they think it's hilarious. They're yeah. like, oh my god, we did that, and they still, they still want to try to. Still wanna, be okay, okay, sure. Great, we're hey, gonna meet. Hey, Congress. How about you? Yeah, invite us to your your uh, <laughs> to your, all of your to leaders your, to your governing body. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, room. we'll be real nice, and, and then kill all of you. The ambassador gets up at the podium and he reaches in his cloak. You know, and the whole room is like, oh, and he pulls out his like piece of paper, like just because he knows that it's like a funny gag, and then he does it again, and it's the ray gun. Oh man, um, I got a lot of notes. Annette Benning, we missed Annette Benning. Annette she was Benning. so funny. Christina Applegate is in this movie for a hot second. Yeah, for a second, like maybe not even a, an actual line, just Jack Black's uh, trailer park girlfriend. And that's that's really it. Jack it's Black, amazing. by the way, yeah. he was pretty funny. He nailed it. Yeah, he's a small role, but he he just owned it. Everyone pretty much nails it in this movie, start to finish. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Especially Jack Nicholson. I feel like it's yeah, a, it's a different role for him. It's very funny. I mean, to me, anyway, I think he killed it in both roles, but as, especially as the president, like. His, just even from just his manner of speaking, like, nice to see you again. Like, yeah, he loves the idea of, uh, of being presidential, I feel yeah. like. And like you were saying, uh, he's very, you know, PR oriented self image uh, yeah. and like, and he just wants, you can tell he just wants to be a diplomat, you know, but he's the most apolitical president I think that's ever been portrayed because he's just like, he only cares. Which I think I was telling of like the direction of where politics is going of this, like, God, you know, yeah. don't get anything done. Just try to please everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, not to say that everyone's stuck in the middle these days, because that's far from the truth. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the all that you have, he has all these reasons to take action against the aliens, and he doesn't. He really doesn't. He really wants to be the president that like created peace in the galaxy. And then you have this other character that he plays that amongst a full-scale invasion is still meeting with like potential investors to make millions of dollars for his casino in yeah. Las Vegas and doesn't and even his investors are like uh maybe we should leave and he's like no money 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 right. money 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 and then he gets, and he gets destroyed yeah killed and that's so that's Annette Benning's husband and she's like she's there for the first you know contact and she sees yeah. them explode and she at first she's really psyched about the martians and then she sees that and she's like oh no like they're super here to kill us like they're oh, they're here to kill yeah. us i saw it i know what i saw uh because they try to blame it on the dove yeah like natalie portman natalie portman i thought was great as the first daughter she had yeah. a real like lydia from beetlejuice thing going on yeah. but also like really like 
kind of chill and unaffected by the whole thing. Speaking of Beetlejuice, the grandmother character, Richie's grandmother, was was, um, in Beetlejuice. One of the dead. The the caseworker. Caseworker for Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis. I thought she was really funny. She was really funny. She, there was a really cute moment with her and Richie, the hero. Yes. Where she, Cause she's kind of she's like got a, dementia. Yeah. A moment like, of dementia. There was this one and this one. And, and there was, was Richie. The best. Richie was the best. And it's just like, Oh, that's cute. Cause she's talking to Richie and he is the best. He is. Um, Oh my God. Okay. So back to Jack for a second. His big speech at the end was so fucking funny. It's yeah, where his, he's his essentially. Whole, why can't we all just get along? Get along, little people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, there's so many like self-aware moments like that, but like the first time they meet the aliens, uh, there's some like um, I don't know, attorney general or or some somebody, some, some high up army official. He's like on his way to meet the alien ambassador, and. They take the time to show him like on a on a phone call and he's like talking about this great momentous occasion where me, I'm gonna be able to uh um meet the alien yeah. ambassador and just like I told you, honey, uh hard work and dedication like, pays off. If I keep my head down just, and I don't just, ever say anything. Just, just keep working hard and you can end up like me someday. <laughs> <laughs> Gee whiz! Gee, this is gonna nothing bad's gonna happen today. Yeah, <laughs> so great. He's, just gets he's the first vaporized. Yeah. yeah. Well, after the dove, after they the dove. fucking hate birds. The Martians hate birds. Yeah, that kind of becomes a running joke throughout. They hate Boy anytime. Scouts. Yeah, they don't like Boy they Scouts. They hate yodeling. Yodeling for sure. They kind of like Tom Jones. Yeah, and they weirdly like sex. I guess even though they don't have any sexual organs, they're kind of like sex crazed yeah they're uh, at least you know curious sex curious i mean they're yeah i mean the the president or the le- the leader yeah of the martians is definitely reading a playboy the first time that we see the leader so uh, that also reminds me of the, the so the whole martin short sequence mm. so this movie jumps around a lot oh, it, yeah. it, it rarely stays on one character or a scene for more than a a, a, a minute minutes, or yeah. two yeah but the sequence where martin short is trying to seduce this alien in disguise. It is a completely uninterrupted sequence where he yeah. picks her up outside, takes her inside the White House. They go inside the room. And, and the alien is so weird. I mean, like, it, she is so, like, yo, she so should weird. get a special mention because, like, when he turns his back to open the thing, and, and instead of, like, she walks, like, really, like, weirdly, like, flowing her arms back and forth. Yeah, like, she's floating. Right. But then, like, when he turns his back, she, like, hunches over and, like, runs real quick. Yeah. And it's, like, so weird. Very strange. Yeah. Um, but so that whole sequence is, like, totally interrupted by any like, cutting to any other person's story. Right. And it, I noticed it. I was just, like... For, this is... Yeah. It, it was, like, this is on this one it's like a whole five minutes yeah exactly <laughs> where it's like like minute minute two minutes minute minute two minutes per like character mm-hmm. so yeah, i thought that was interesting yeah well it's a lead up to the martians um trying to kill the president and first lady and then the it's lead up to the full-scale invasion because once they kill that's like the first martian that they kill 
Right. And then they're like pissed. The Martians are like, okay, fine. Fuck it. We're going to go and we're going to start blowing up everything. And we're going to take pictures in front of the exploded Taj Mahal. And we're going to, we're going to play, we're going to go bowling on the Easter Island with the statues. And it's just ridiculous, but I don't know. It was really pretty, pretty great. If I did have one complaint about the movie, it was sort of how it was edited and it, it did, you know, obviously it had to jump around a lot. But, the, you know, they did do this thing where, like, they would introduce characters and you wouldn't see or hear from them for a long, long time. And then you jump back to them you don't, for, yeah. like, their death. You don't care about the characters that much, really. I mean, I don't know. So, like, who do we got? Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Uh, as the, uh, you know, the scientist. Like, his his thing was Sarah Jessica Parker as the reporter. That was kind of cute, I guess. Like, they're flirting on the thing. And it was a pretty funny scene. Pierce Brosnan is like right out of Goldeneye, like right off of the Goldeneye set, probably, right? Yeah. And uh, he's just, Who, like, it's just great. He's just really great. He's, he's just, just so great. He's a really, uh, I think anytime he's doing comedy, uh, he he shines in a he's way that, that someone that isn't typically known for that, but is a skilled yeah. actor with a good sense of humor. Who's their second Brosnan? Uh, is it? What's their first? Dante's uh, Don- Pete. Dante's Peak, that's right. You couldn't even get it when I said Dante. And you're like, Dante, who's Dante? Who's Dante? I put my accent on the Don, thank you. I can't believe uh, we haven't done Goldeneye yet, though. That's nuts. Yeah, or uh, who, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah, he's the guy. He's I was going to say, a he's good, good, a good um, later Brosnan role I mentioned to you is The Matador. Yes, you if did you, say that. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Listeners, if you haven't seen The Matador, it's, uh, it's a fantastic film. Go, go see it. Um, so yeah, I thought he was great, but it's also, very, it's very short time before he and Sarah Jessica Parker are both on the spaceship and she, her head is on the dog. His head is just hanging from clamps and just it's like dripping, dripping blood. blood. Yeah. And like, you know, they reveal that they had crushes on each other and they finally kiss as the spaceship as the like, Martian craft is crashing yeah. and then they presumably it's die. Beautiful. It is just really, it's lovely. Good for them. I guess. Yeah. Um, Going close was kind of funny. She got killed by a chandelier. By a Nancy Reagan chandelier. The Nancy Reagan chandelier. So we're Which is funny because she was, um, she was redecorating, no. Yeah. What, was she re- redecorating a Nancy Reagan room? No. No. It was, was the it? Roosevelt's. Oh, the Roosevelt. Right. She was too fond of chintz. Yeah. <laughs> she, they were, they were sort of doing this like sort of low key, uh, every first lady has their own, has their own little thing. Their spin on them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as we saw with Melania and the the sticks. Yes. The Thanksgiving sticks. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. There was a picture. Um, <laughs> anyway, I thought I thought Glenn Close was funny. Yeah. Relationship with uh, Natalie Portman. I thought Michael J. Fox was funny. His hair. It was all just about his hair. It was all about his it, hair. He was just a hair joke. He and like being joke. jealous of Pierce Brosnan, which yeah. I get it. Just trying to be, you know, the the best news personality he wants to be like the serious news yeah but he's like either married to or going out with like fashion news and there's like a weird little competition that they have yeah like one of them works for cnbc the other works for e entertainment and like she gets the big story with the with the scientist yeah um oh we forgot to mention danny elfman obviously because yes. it's tim burton produced tim burton directed i definitely during the first segment when we were talking about oh it's tim burton this tim burton that i was definitely in my head thinking like oh danny it's elfman's probably, score it's for gotta sure. be and it is and it's yeah. perfect because without saying 
Love Oingo Boingo. Probably some uh, Lydian Mode in there somewhere. Oh, definitely I'm some Lydian sure. Mode. Um, yeah. Yeah, he loves the Lydian Mode. He loves the Lydian. He does. But you know what? I who, do. Who doesn't? I find it to be uh, dark and fantastical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dark. Sometimes. I find it to be quite bright. Oh, I find... Well, when I say dark, I mean Of almost, the major modes, I feel it's the brightest. But it has a tritone buried in there. In that, right, you know, which so. I think is what gives it its bright quality. Mm, I don't know. I find it to be just the slightest bit sinister. Mm, mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, like, mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, Homer chokes Bart out in most, <laughs> most episodes. <laughs> um... <laughs> This has been our side podcast where we are ridiculously nerdy about music theory. Yeah. Hey. Oh, uh, let's four. see. Big flip phones. We got World Trade Center. This is the 90s. People. Yeah, World Trade Center was in there. Um, uh, big flip phones, uh, which I said, oh, check out those cell phones. And you said they were big. But, I, but also, I was thinking, but they're also, they're like... The first small phones. Whoa, the first small phone. first phones that weren't like totally the size of a brick. Yeah. Who else did we forget? Applegate. We forgot Christina Applegate. Yeah, yeah. Mentioned Christina Pam Applegate. Greer. Who? Pam Greer. Which one was Pam Greer? Was it Pam Greer? I don't. I don't know. Uh, uh, um, the boxer, boxer guys, uh, boxer guys' wife. Ah, uh, yes, Greer. yes, From, yes. Uh, Pam Jackie Greer. Brown and uh, yes, yeah. Um, who else? Oh, the dad, Luke, uh, Lucas Haas, uh, who is uh, Richie from The Witness. Uh, Luke, uh, his dad was in Goldeneye too. Oh yeah, he yeah. was the CIA guy. Yeah, he's in a lot of things. He's he always plays like some kind of hard ass, kinda, uh, yeah. toe the line. I mean, I feel like he's kind of beating Goldeneye though. He's like, hey, sure. I'm the American. You yeah, know? you know what I mean. Because compared to those English Americans, are all ridiculous. Absolutely. Um, besides that, I think we are pretty spot on. I mean, you know what's going to happen in this movie is that Mars is going to attack. Yes. And they will have the upper hand for almost the entire film until Mm -hmm. the end. Which, by the way, let's talk about having the upper hand. Okay. They have cool spaceships. Yeah, yeah. Really cool spaceships. I remember as a kid, I fucking loved those spaceships. They have this one giant mech that has big, like, claw hands. Yep. Clamp. Clamps. But other than that, they just have like these super high-powered ray guns, yeah, which they do. certainly nothing to be trifled I mean, with. You can eliminate half of Congress with one shot. But other than that, that's kind of it. However, mm-hmm. so and here's an issue that okay. I have. They show in the movie bullets bouncing off of their glass helmets. Yeah, ping. But then uh, Jim Brown, I believe, not Ving Rams. Right. But right around the same time that Ving Rames was popular. Right. So I'll give myself that one. Give yourself something. (laughs) Um, He he punches a glass helmet a few times and it breaks. Mm -hmm. So either his, he's throwing bullets, (laughs) like multiple bullets. Yeah. Or there's just an inconsistency there that they couldn't agree upon. But either way, they seemed pretty fragile. As far as how to kill them, even before we discover yodeling will make their heads explode. Yeah, their heads were pretty fragile. So, as like, because they also, there was never any like um, aerial combat 
we didn't see like that they had shields or anything around their their flying saucers. No, things just pinged off of them. Yeah. Which also that's another thing too that we didn't talk about is like it's the classic like flying saucer. It's like, so cool. It is one hundred percent. The ramp comes out like a tongue. Yeah, it's got these cool Good little stuff. legs that pop out, and yeah, the whole thing is yeah, love the aesthetic, and it spins around. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's basically the only thing I'm trying to say here is I don't think it was that much of a fight. Other than they had really powerful ray guns. You avoid those and... Mm-hmm. Avoid the ray guns. Sure. Avoid the ray guns. And I feel like bullets will do just fine. Yeah, they somehow didn't. I mean, I guess... I, I feel like the rest of their suits were pretty heavily armored, too, in some way. And they had great defense. Like, when they shot the nuke, remember we talked about the balloon thing? And they The balloon thing was so good. Like, you know, they can't be nuked. Sure. I guess. I don't know how, how many balloon things they have. I'm sure you could you could do like a you could do like an Independence Day move where you, you, you infiltrate and explode it because also after the the Congress scene they get at least one alien in that situation or or was it after the first time I after one of the either the first or second uh, um, conflict <laughs> uh, they have a body because they're doing a, a, a autopsy. So they killed one of them somehow. Was that the one? Was that the the one that was in disguise as the woman? No. Okay. It was so before that. Was that. Before that, because that was another autopsy when they found it was, the gum. It was when, uh, yeah, no, but it was before that. Right. Yeah. It's uh, the one that Pierce Brosnan he sticks his hand in. The, did. Yeah. Um, in the jelly head. Yeah, and he's like, they breathe nitrogen, or no, because that came before too. But either way, yeah, there's no reason for them to know that they breathe nitrogen though. When they first show yeah, that, it's, it's immediately after they the first transmission from the Martians, and then they already have like and a they diagram. See them. Yeah. They just see them. Yeah, and they already have a diagram, and they're like they breathe nitrogen. But again, in this type of movie, the type of satire that it is, what it's going for, it, it totally doesn't matter. I loved it because it it's, so it's really just about you know. Uh, Martians attack and and the old movies that they're making fun of yeah. and, and also celebrating and just their voices and just how harsh they were consistently ah. cracked me up <laughs> and so like when English was translated like you know welcome to Earth and it's just like. <laughs> and, and, and like the Martians, they're like they're like looking like worried and alarmed as they're listening to it being translated. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. like uh, so that's ridiculous. The, another thing too, like the effects in this movie really hold up well. Again, they do. I think because of the presentation and what it's going for. Because there's no doubt looking at the aliens, oh, those are computer animated, they're computer generated, but they're not representing anything real on this planet, anything tangible. They're supposed to be these Martians, right. and it's supposed to be silly. So yeah, they're it works. cartoonish. I mean, they're cartoonish to the point, even in their antics, like like rolling the giant death ray right up to Grandma's head, yes. and like and like rubbing your hands together. Yeah, evilly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, that that's the moment where I thought, oh, these are a perfect encapsulation of the the chaotic evil trope. Yeah. They're like totally. S- they're stopping amongst this chaos to be like, hey. Look at this completely this unsuspecting old know. lady. She's just listening Let's to her music. Let's point blank killer with this <laughs> giant death ray. So unnecessarily large. So they're just rolling out in the old folks' home. Like yeah. they need the giant death ray in the old folks' home just because they think it's funny. Just because they think it's funny. Yeah. They're yeah. like psyched about it. Oh, man. So good. Um, 
Another moment that stuck out that's just kind of funny to me was when uh, Jack Nicholson, he's in the war room, shit has hit the fan, and he yeah. gets he gets a call from the <laughs> well, uh, the, the French uh, <laughs> prime minister or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and his like secretary's like, he says it's an emergency. Answer the phone. <laughs> and yeah, important. he's like, we oui, Maurice. Allo Maurice. And, uh, and at this point, they've already gone on with the full invasion. And yeah, the, Mars is invading. And the French leader is like, Oh, great news. We uh we've got a a deal with the aliens. They're here meeting with us now. And he's like, No, run! Get out of the room. Yeah. And they all like start screaming. Oh, dear. Yeah. And you see in the background like the Empire or the Eiffel Tower, like yeah. you know, on fire and it's just like classic destruction of all they they love the monuments. Yeah, no, and that's they, this movie does a good job of that. Of yeah. The whole like Mount Rushmore. Oh, here's yeah. Here are the <laughs> here are all the monuments getting destroyed. Right, and even like whatever room they're meeting in in France, like you know wherever uh, you know the French government meets. I'm sure they're probably not in some room where right out the window you can see the Eiffel Tower, but like you know. <laughs> That's it. Whatever that room is, that's where they are. That's yeah. the best one to meet the Martians in. It's like, how much information can we give you in one shot? We're in France. Paris, France. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I thought it was really, really funny. Uh, the whole thing was really funny. Tom Jones can fly a plane. Danny yeah. DeVito was just uh, ridiculous. He's in two scenes, three, I guess, really. It was like perfectly over the top. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Good stuff. It's it's great. Like, you don't have to care about the characters, because the whole thing is just ridiculous and funny. Yeah. yeah, it's just so funny. Well, and even, like I said, like, the the, the hero of the story, mm-hmm. Richie, Richie, is in it for five minutes. Yeah, really? Yeah. And at the end, he's like, I prepared a speech. And he's like, hey, so I guess, um, <laughs> you know, there other people have done a lot more than me, and... Um, Maybe we should all live in teepees because, in some ways, it's way better. It's not better. Yeah. The end. And then, presumably, he and Allie Portman no. at least date for a while. Right. She's at least like, date for a while. Do you have a girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. It's great. He's, he's a great hero of the planet. She's the only remaining <laughs> leader, I guess. Yeah. Because all of Congress is gone. I, I don't know. I don't know actually where the first kid comes in on the, in the line. Of succession. I, I feel like everyone in the government would have to be dead. They might have been. Like every single person in the government, it would have to be... Ju- I mean, for a public-facing thing like that, maybe you'd have the first kid do that because, yeah. you know... but like, First kid, by the way. Another yeah. movie we should do. I was thinking that, too. But like in this movie, <laughs> where every, every single person is like, but... Maybe it was a misunderstanding. Yeah. Yeah, it makes yeah, sense yeah. for every single other person in the government to be dead now. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I uh, do. I really appreciate the commentary just on like on uh, not just American politics, but just politics in general. Yeah. And and the idea of of and you know money and greed and just like how um stupid and meaningless so many of the things we put such emphasis on would be in a situation like this and then yeah. some people just couldn't couldn't stop worrying about those you can't things can't let go of it it's hard to let go yeah. of that once you've that's the thing that you cared about and worried about for your whole life yeah. and then it's like oh no wait but now there's martians don't you get it <laughs> like they're attacking we're on their planet no yeah. no some people can't let it go some people i feel like would be like oh sweet finally i can not worry about that stuff anymore Cha. Cha. We could just live in teepees. 
Because, you know, in a lot of ways, it's better. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Great movie. I loved it. I say if you watch it and haven't seen it in a while, check it out. Yeah, rewatch. It holds up. It does. If you've never seen it, you should watch it. I would watch it. For sure. Yeah. It's a classic. Um, it, I don't know if it is a cult classic or what we were talking about. We don't really know, you know, like as far as Tim Burton movies, it's very different. It is. It, I feel like it's one of like a forgotten Burton movie because everyone yeah. thinks of him as like, you know, dark and gritty before it was a thing. Well, you've got like, you've got like the Batman movies and sure. Edward Scissorhands. You have like all, all that stuff. But then afterward you have like all of his, like you have like pre pre big fish. You have like pre Johnny Depp. Oh God! And post Johnny Depp, Burton. Well, Edward Scissorhands. Actually, yeah, you're right. No. He was always around. Yeah, you're right. I guess you have pre Johnny Depp as um, a domestic abuser. Yeah. And post Johnny Depp as a domestic abuser. That's that, <laughs> that actually might line up. Kind of the way I think about it now. I guess I'm trying to think about um, it. It might line up. But um, yeah, I haven't I haven't watched a lot of Tim Burton recently because i don't care about his alice in wonderland wasn't that great no he's sort of become a like a a meme i guess i did not like the new charlie and the chocolate factory not like that either um but but then you also have like big fish is another big one that stands out to me like i think that might have been like the cutoff maybe i like i loved that movie i still love that movie but even even amongst all the amongst all of his films, Mars Attacks feels very different. Mm-hmm. It's in, still heavily stylized. Yeah, and it's definitely like you can if someone told you and you didn't know it was Tim Burton, you'd be like, Oh yeah, yeah, I oh. see that. I see that. But it's because it's not his style so much as it is the Mars Attacks style. Like yeah. that I think I think it was based on a comic. It said at the beginning that it was based on Mars Attacks, owned by this, you know company or yeah. something so it, it's based on a different style that he obviously loved and probably drew from as far as his sci-fi influences but he never really did a lot of sci-fi stuff right i mean i feel like you can argue that a lot of his stuff is at least sci-fi adjacent i would say edward scissorhands had like with I mean, that's um, kind of sci-fi horror yeah but like with way. the with the uh the creator you know yeah it's like the frankenstein's yeah. monster kind of situation like, like his lab and stuff yeah and a lot of the same kind but of also frankenweenie and you know i didn't um, see that did you ever see the original yes i did yeah okay yeah i never saw i honestly i haven't seen that i haven't seen corpse bride i did see corpse bride um and did you like corpse bride yeah it was fine i okay. mean it was fine by that time i was already i was over the aesthetic mm, yeah um anyway Anyway, it's, this is a Tim Burton movie, and it's it, a Tim Burton it movie. doesn't necessarily feel like most of his other movies. Yeah, and and not in a bad way. No, yeah. in probably a great probably way. Probably a great way because yeah. it, it might hold up better because you're not the whole time you're not like, ah, oh, I see very Tim Burton. Oh uh, yeah, what a curly Q hill you have there. Yeah. <laughs> what a gnarly tree. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So watch it. <laughs> watch it. Love it. I liked it. Trevor. Hi. I want to do something a little different okay. for this episode. Whoa. You and I, we talk about movies. Sometimes. And we usually go off on tangents <laughs> for a minute here or there about different um, medias that people like to consume. Sure. So I just want to take a moment to ask, 
Is there anything right now that you're like watching or playing that you're like super stoked about or excited about? Like video game wise, I got back into Stardew Valley recently because oh, nice. uh, school year just started and it's a really easy way for me to just feel like I'm being a productive, absolutely like, happy. I'm, I'm you know doing something on my own. I'm building my farm. Stardew Valley for anyone listening that uh, enjoys a video game or f- that are maybe video game curious, great entry point. It's uh it's like a farming sim, but it's so much more than that. It's so much more. Uh, I've been playing music with band Dumb Valley. We have a show coming up in Frederick at the Sky Stage in October or something. Uh, been, what else? I started watching Mindhunter. Oh, yeah. The first season? The, yeah, or? first season. Okay. Because I heard the second season. We haven't, out, so. I haven't finished the second season, but we, I binged the first season in like one day. I didn't know that dude was in Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm and, like psyched. And Frozen. Oh. Yeah, Jonathan Groff. He's like... He's great. Oh, yeah. He's fantastic. Really like him. Okay. Very so talented. That. Been listening to uh, a lot of the Beths from New Zealand and a lot of Amy Winehouse, because I always go back to Amy Winehouse. Okay. And Interesting. I did not know that about you. Yeah, that's a thing. Um, you Recently, I know you and I both were super stoked over two Amazon Prime shows. Uh, one was The Boys. Oh, yeah. I so you watched that? Yeah, I did watch all of that. Fantastic. Fucking Aomer, son of... Phenomenal. Aomond. Yeah. A- I would say Aomond. anyone who uh, has suffering any... If you're like me and you're suffering uh, superhero fatigue <laughs> yeah. from like you know the Marvel Universe and whatnot... Yeah, these guys are dicks. Oh, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's Yeah, it's, it's really good. I really liked it. And the other one was Good Omens. Loved Good Omens. Loved Neil Gaiman. He, you and you've read the book. I did, many times. Um, I haven't, but I, I really loved the show. You can borrow mine if you want. Okay. Or just listen to it, because Neil so Gaiman probably narrates it. It's a novel? It. Yeah. Okay. It's a no- is it like, uh, how many... <laughs> I love this. It's like, how many pages is it? Yeah. Is it like more than 200? Uh, maybe. <laughs> And it maybe it depends still, on the edition. I'm still trying to uh, start the novel, the last novel you suggested to me. So that was Other Land. Other, other Land. Um, one one uh, thing that I wanted to talk about is, I, you know, occasionally we talk about video games on here, was uh, I started playing Control. Yeah, you told me it was good. I didn't. Trevor, you got to check this game out. All right. Control, it's on like everything. It's I not have on, one of those. It's not on Switch. Oh. But uh, apparently it performs the worst on uh, PS4. That's what I have. Yeah. Base PS4. Okay. Which is also what you have, I think. Yeah. That's um, what I have. But just imagine a David Lynch movie. Okay. That is. Blue Velvet. Takes place in the X Files universe. Okay. It's X Files directed by David Lynch. Wow. And you have telepathic powers. Cool. And a neat gun. A neat gun. Yeah. Okay. Check it out. Okay. So, listeners, that's what uh, Trevor and I have been up to. We consume media. As far as media that wasn't produced in the 1990s. Yeah, there's stuff still. There's stuff, We're not yeah. stuck in the past. Yeah. I we continue say that. to consume. Yes. Consume. Always. Consume. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. Okay, great. Great. Fantastic. Okay. Cool. Good job. All right. Well, uh... If you'd like to reach out to us, you can always reach us at nowavailableov at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any comments, suggestions, corrections. What did we forget? We love corrections. Yeah, we love being corrected, like everyone. (laughs) We're teachers. We love being corrected. (laughs) Uh, 
you can also reach us at the social medias now available OVC. That's on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Rich Del Grande, shout out to him for uh, for putting putting together all our social media posts. And um, yeah, that's gonna do it. Um, until next time, uh, thank you for joining us, uh, Trevor. Tom. Parting words of wisdom. I decided to take these straight from the Martian homeland. Um, <clears throat> all green of skin, eight hundred centuries ago. Their bodily fluids include the birth of half-breeds for the fundamental truth-self, determination of the cosmos, for dark is the suede that mows like a harvest. Don't forget to check and replace your smoke detector batteries. Now Right now.